ready for naughty nay and reckless yo they better be ready because it's that time for this that and everything in between naughty squad yo ready Why was I about to call you naughty? I have no idea, but we're going to have to leave that alone for right now. So what's been going on since the last time I seen you? Actually, I just seen you a couple of days ago at our cousin's 10-year wedding anniversary. That was a really fun gathering and get together. So much fun. But outside of that, you know, what's been going on? By the way, shout out. Oh my God, your hips. You got that black girl body, don't you? Always. All day, every day. I don't know why. Seriously, just like and twice oh, on Sunday. that hip shape. Anyway. From, yeah. That Mississippi shout. grown. Y'all go. Shout out what? We got to bring up the dirty South. Yeah, well, the South does produce. It just does. Just a little bit. But shout out to JoJo and Quincy. We love you so much. Happy 10-year Freaky Emmy Streets anniversary. That conversation's to come later. Definitely. And definitely on the latter part. But yeah, shout out. What a a huge accomplishment. 10 years goes a long way. You guys have to excuse me. I had some dental work done earlier, so my Mm -hmm. mouth is still kind of (laughs) numb on one side. So it's all good. It's from the dentist? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Naughty. Um, Anyway, but what? This week has been, the weekend was okay. It was wonderful because I always love being with family, as you know. Um, And so do you, okay? Even though you might do a lot of reckless eye rolling, (laughs) I think we brings the party and the energy. Oh, we definitely brings the party. we're definitely like a whole hurricane of something. So, I don't know. It's been great so far. No complaints. Good, good, good. So, um, should we talk about this? In a minute. You, you, how rude are you? Can you ask me what I've been up to? Are you so much worried about but getting you were, to that? I thought you, no, okay. No. It might be the, okay. How were, uh, wait, I can't no. speak. Maybe I should say it in Spanish. You don't need to say nothing now. How was your week and your weekend? Being Thank around you. your family. Outside. I remember one of them sitting here. Outside of that, it was it was good. It was good. Um, like I said, the, I had a good time on Saturday. Sunday, we um, went to the movies. I think my hubby and I were the only ones who hadn't seen Creed 3. So we finally went to go see Creed 3, which was really good, by the way. I really thoroughly enjoyed the storyline, everything. It was a really good movie. Then after that, nothing got ready for the weekend. Here we are. You weren't the only ones because I've only seen one, so I haven't even seen two. I've seen one. We both watched two on the plane, Mm -hmm. and then now, and then we just went to go see three. Oh, on the plane in first class. No one asked. No one. No one. Steak and no, 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 potatoes. No, listen, no one asked you. They to gave that, you some crystal. Add some other stuff. I will that. add it because that's what I do. No one asked you to add all okay. that other stuff. I anyway. added it for you on the plane with their crystal and steak. They were watching Creed too. Anyway, so 
What are we? What 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 else is going on? Naughty Squad. Hey. Hi, Naughty Squad. We Naughty love you squad. as always. What is going on with you this week? Hopefully you're having a good week. You had a great past weekend. Go get your drinks ready. Because it's about to go down, as you know. Get those drinks out. And tonight we are drinking some. We ain't going to say the name because we're not getting paid yet, but we can definitely talk about... We're it's drinking Mai Tai. Mai Tai. We're drinking some rum cocktails. Yes. Rum cocktails. I figured like tonight, oh, you know, it's springy, the weather's been warm, and then it snowed today and continues to snow um, throughout the evening, so... I just wanted that kind of vibe, but whatever. It's all good. We're still tropical within here. Are we planning like the Maldives at some point? So let's pretend. We can pretend now. Yeah, we can start manifesting we're in the Maldives. Here we go. So, yeah. So, Naughty Squad, I hope you have your drinks. And again, whatever you may go be going through, we don't always know what people are going through. So we hope this hour or so you spend with us takes your mind off of all of that and just sit back, have your cocktails and be ready for the episode. As we get started on this glamorous, gloomy, cocktail filled evening. Cheers. Cheers, darling. Cheers. So Naughty Squad, y'all ready? (laughs) Get ready for this topic and men, please don't tune out. No, okay. no, no, because men, even what, even this topic, because it's I, beneficial to them. It, it, it's beneficial to you as well. Although men do sort of act like that, they never have conflict, and that we're we're the drama filled people. No, it's conflict is everywhere. Now they watch the Real Housewives. Of, you see the, how yeah, the husbands husband be it, all up in the mix because they do got something to say. say. So, like I said, so it's it's for everyone. It's for everyone, but. So we're having Girls Trip Part 2. We're going to have some special guests on here Mm -hmm. from the trip to be able to tell their stories. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into that next episode. Video, by the way. Again, yes. yes, We know you guys love that, that that our video release of the first episode about the um, Girls Trip. Amazing. We love you and thank yes. you. And appreciate you. We love you, love you, love you, love you, Naughty Squad, because we so got excited. brave reviews on that one. We did. So people really love that. So in between that one, we thought because we all watch the housewives and you know girls trips and different things like that, and a lot of conflicts do happen. So just what we decided to talk about today is how we handling conflicts of conflicts amongst us ladies, mm-hmm. number one, but in, in that conversation, how is it so easy for a lady to forgive her man before she forgives her girl? Mm. So definitely we're going to hit on that for a little bit. That's like a 17 hour conversation, but let's go. And then how do we have these conversations around the conflict we're having without losing that friendship. You know, how to be respectful of each other's opinions and hear what each other are saying without crossing that line of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, what are absolute deal breakers? Like once you cross this line, 
we're not going back. We <laughs> might be cordial. You know, it's nothing but good vibes when I see you. But understand that piece of what we had is dead. So what 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 can constitute you to get to that point? So we'll start off with those topics tonight and really just sit back and reflect. And again, to Nadi's point, because I'm going to turn it back over to her, even with men, when these conflicts arrive, I think I do believe on this piece of it, though, a man will forgive his boy before he forgives his girl. Now, that is the difference between us women and men, because we will forgive that sorry ass, no good man and toss our girl to the side. Mm. So, you know, why is that? So I'm going to give it to Nadi. Let her start off. Let us talk a little bit about that. Um, let me first just say really quick, men, go ahead and take notes. This is why you need to tune in because we are going to have a male's panel episode in response to the dating stuff. But even whatever episodes we've already released. So if you have something to say about this because I feel like we're very right and I don't know what you really can say to it. Um, please get ready. Um, but anyway, women forgiving their man. This is my thing with that. When you say that, I'm thinking about your friends that literally just start dating someone five fucking minutes ago and you've been in their life, I don't know, 20 something years. But they can literally rationalize y'all done fell out and putting them still before you. I don't time is our most precious asset, right? It's the one thing like you can never get it back. No one can give it to you. I can never understand when your girl meets someone and she's been messed. I don't care if it's a few months a few weeks, or even a year. And you guys have some issue, whether it's regarding the relationship or whatever it is. Right, 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 right. And this will can do something or maybe trip up or maybe during this time you've been dating him, you've caught him in a lie, but you can forgive him quicker than you can forgive someone who's been in your life for a very long time. But why is that? Listen, let me tell you this. Um, I used to have this really, really good friend. Really good mm -hmm. friend. I met her in college. Mm -hmm. So um, long story short, I befriended her because she was smart as hell. So I was like, I'm going to really need to have the copy off of this girl. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to become friends. But anyway, we did become mm -hmm. good friends. Genuine friendship. Friends. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, trials, tribulations, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Long story short, she was dating this clown, as you said, my favorite word, because he was a clown, a straight she, ass no. clown. I'm her favorite person to say clown, <laughs> but go ahead. Her straight ass clown. But anyway, what happened is, you know, he was doing shady ass shit. Mm -hmm. Number one, the fool didn't even have a damn car. So she was dry picking him up, picking his kids up from his baby mama, dropping his kids back off, going over here. And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
When did you become Metro Taxi? Wait, was there a TLC song about Scrubs? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue. But anyway, but you know, when did you become mm-hmm. Metro Taxi? What? That is not your responsibility to be, you know, doing this, doing that. Now, so what happened was, um, I asked her one day because I was running late. Could she grab my kids from daycare for me mm-hmm. and just grab them and watch them for a couple of hours? Well, like an hour and 15 minutes because I was running late from work. And then I would grab them from her. So anyway, it was supposed to be, quote unquote, their date night. Mm-hmm. So he got all upset because she went and got grabbed my kids and watched them for me. And I was like, well, what difference does it make? It's not like he was coming to pick you up. You had to go pick them up any damn I'm sorry. Way. Y'all were friends first and all of that. Then yeah. he comes along. So let's just focus just on that, just for a second. And he's going to question her picking up your kids. Because it interrupted their date night that she had to go drive and pick him no up anyway. No give. Like so it could have started. Anyway, long story mm-hmm. short, um, some other things I have pointed out. They ended up going to couples therapy. You know what that clown had the nerves to tell the therapist when she asked, why are you here? He had the nerves to say, I don't know why I'm here. Ask her why I'm here. Or better yet, call her friend and ask her friend while I'm here. Kick fucking rocks. I'm dead. Again. I can't. So how? Pause. Wait, what was her response? Or did she not share that part? No, no, no. She said, no, we are here for legitimate concerns. Mm-hmm. Which? At that, which at that time, they have been dating for a while mm-hmm. and some other stuff was popping up. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, that's just a whole nother episode. Right. But some other things were popping up. But she did say, no, we're here for, you know, the way you treat me, you know, some other um, unrealistic expectations you have, those things like that. So that's why they were going. But for him to even throw my name up in there. And then, but he was threatened. But long story short, at the end of the day, she still sided with him and kicked me to the curb. Then y'all are just never really friends. So it's impossible to me. Hold it. Just, it is impossible that we are truly ride or dies, that we really, really love each other, like the family we get to choose, that we are family, right? And someone can come along that would make you, you can be mad at me legitimately. You can maybe like, I just can't fucking talk to you right now, but I don't know. I don't throw my family away, even though sometimes you might want to. But to me, if we have had that solid friendship, I don't, you've been my ride or die, but you can just put put me like away in the past because you're with some man. And then how could it be possible that I was your real friend, but you never were really mine? That's impossible. Well, I I just didn't get that. And then my thing is, Eventually, they broke up because she realized everything I said was the truth. But then at that point, I'm not coming back. And, well, you know, I think to me that was That's a deal. It always happens. You know, that was a deal breaker. So we'll get to, you know, that when we get to deal breaking. But I, at that point, I wasn't coming back. But again, how were you so easy to toss away what we had, but yet forgave this man 
for all his indiscretions. My point. And here we are again. Because you were her friend. You were her friend. It's not possible that she was genuinely. It's just not. Because to me, even if she's like, oh, I'm struggling because, you know, he has this blah, blah, blah. I just don't, I don't understand throwing someone away like trash that really mattered to you. I understand love can, um, and I could be wrong. This is my opinion. Being in love and all that can cloud a lot. But I'm just, maybe it's just me. I'm just not built that way to be like, fuck everyone else. Um, I'm just going to roll with you. It doesn't matter the people that's been there for me, even a good friendship that you've only had for a year, not your 20 year friendships, but just a year. Like you've earned some type of place and trust in each other's life. And then a dude comes along. First of all, let's go back to you said they went to couples counseling and then you threw me away. Did we have to go to friendship counseling? That's the next question. Is there a thing of friendship counseling? Listen. Did we have to go to friendship <laughs> counseling where you dismissed <laughs> me for a, some dick reckless, left you anyway? Reckless, reckless yo's friendship counseling coming your way soon. I'll have appointments available for booking. Please come sit down and chat with me. But no, um, and that's what I mean. Hold on one second. But- <laughs> you guys, you probably got to sign a disclaimer because that damn advice will be reckless. Raw, maybe true, but very reckless. Let's move on. So, no, no let's get back. Mm-hmm. So, again, so then we're looking at us ladies. So, let's mm-hmm. look at us ladies. So, we have these conflicts. Mm-hmm. And we have disagreements, you know, when I don't, I don't quote unquote, I do believe there's women drama queens, but I also believe there are male drama queens. Drama queens 1, come, come in all shape, forms, colors, cops, whatever. Yeah. But even within that, when you've had these friendships and then you guys get into one disagreement and then she can just say, fuck off, bitch, or I'm done, bitch. How did we get how did we get there that quick? Again. That is a choice that person made. Now I do want to say this. There are probably some people they were genuinely your friend during whatever time before this person came on. And they discovered about themselves through dismissing you that they're actually a trash fucking friend. The result is the same. You are a trash friend. You that's not real. You don't put, I could understand maybe if you're like, I'm prioritizing my relationship because we have issues, but to throw me away. Well, that too. And then, and then that's the whole thing too. Cause even when you're looking at it, so we have this disagreement and we're having these issues, but you would sit down there and you will listen to whatever lie or story or whatever this clown has to tell you. And I'm over here trying to be my authentic self and say, that's not what I meant, you know, or maybe you misconstrued, you know, let's look at this. Let's Hold take on. a step back. Add please that I also have not lied to you or deceived you or made you cry or put you through blah, blah, blah. 
And Please add yeah. that part well, because this person has that you want to put before me. Put before me and forget so easy. And then again, you're throwing our friendship out the window. And then I truly believe that, you know, some people are in your life for a season. And when that season is over, then it's dead. And, you know, we all move on. But sometimes I think people might push that season to create a season that wasn't even there or make it come too soon. Like, no, they're creating a season that's a mix of a tornado, hurricane, and earthquake all together that just does not normally happen. And you're easily to say, and then the next thing you know, what gets me with this too, so you have dismissed me, Mm -hmm. but then you know we have friends that are together friends, Mm -hmm. but then you can go to the together friends and have the nerves to say X, Y, Z about me. Oh, wait, a lot. You wasn't saying X, Y, Z about this ass clown you was up there sleeping with. Like, again, I get confused on that. So, ladies, Naughty Squad, you know, weigh in on this. What What is happening out here with this relationship? Why is it so hard for us ladies to want to forgive each other, but we're quick to forgive everybody else? Quick to forgive everybody else. Like, wait, but you just... Hold on, you just said something. Yeah, the the friend stops talking to you, but then goes to the mutual friends and they got to say all of this. I will say, I think when you're the closest to the issue and the... So, you know, as women, and maybe not reckless, as you remember in the other episode, she not was knocking out somebody's car window. <laughs> my thing is sometimes when someone knows the truth, just as you do, but you don't want to accept the truth. You kind of want to hide from that. Now to me, there's no justification though, to go into the mutual friends and having something to say about you. Like that's just nonsense. That doesn't make sense. So I think there's a couple things here because uh, you know, I'm authentically me. I can only be me. And I'm imperfectly perfect. And, you know, I can say things. Maybe I could have said them better, but I meant what I said, but maybe I could have said it in a better way. But if I genuinely hurt you and I care about you, I am truly sorry because that was not my intent. So I'm offering you my apology. You know, I want you to say, I am genuinely sorry. That was not my intent Wait, to do that. By the way, if you don't want people to weigh in on your situation with a person, how about don't disclose it? You can't expect a person who loves you. I'm your friend. You're telling me this dude is shitting on you or he lied or he whatever, right? And then you expect me to have the same, I don't know, um, grace for him that you do. I'm not fucking him. I don't know him like you do. I'm not listening to those sweet whispers when it's just me and you on the couch watching a movie or I'm ass uh, up face down. So you can't, you tell me some shit 
And then everything's all good the next day at 10 a.m. And it wasn't last night at 11 p.m. But I'm supposed to write for this when I'm the one sitting there holding you while you're crying or sitting there listening to you while you calling him all kind of names up under the sun and telling me all this bad shit. And then because I don't know, he dicked you down or ate it really good and maybe shed a fake tear that he choked the fuck up and told you what you wanted to hear. Now you want me to ride with him like keep your shit to yourself. I think that's another that's another layer to this. I think that if you is. don't want judgment if you don't want and in not judgment the type of being judgy, right? Cuz you're not judgy. I'm not judgy. But you can be judgy in a situation to it well I don't even this think way. It's, not judgy. It's an opinion. It, that's if what you saying. don't it's want opinion. me to de- develop an opinion for a person I don't know in the same way you do, then don't share that bad shit with me. And I'm gonna and and then uh, another thing too, and another thing. This is what I really can't stand is when they go back and then they say all of this shit that they done said now to mutual friends or whoever. And then one of them come back to you and said, oh, well, you know, so-and-so said, you know, X, Y, Z. And then I'd be like, oh, did she? But my question to you at that point is not what so-and-so said to you, but why is she that comfortable to say that about me to you? Because now I'm looking at your ass sideways. Ooh. Because she should have never been that comfortable to even say that to you. She should have been nervous. It shouldn't have even crossed her mind. So for her to be that comfortable to say that, what the hell is going on with you now? But although disloyal people, though, can be that just damn stupid. Listen, Naughty Squad, listen. People will show you who they are. They will slip up and say some slick shit. And when they do, you better hear that shit and you better catch on because they will. Naughty Squad, as Reckless said, we want to know your thoughts. We want to know your comments Um, on all the platforms we stream. If you're able to comment, please. But if not, please remember, email us at NaughtySquadNNRY at gmail.com. That's Naughty Squad NN, which is Naughty Nay. R-Y, which is recklessyo at gmail.com. Share your stories or your opinion, even if you disagree. My thing is this. I have this policy within my friendships of one as old as I was 11 years old. If you can't be raw with me, I have no use for you in my life. I don't need yes people. I think that's the thing when you become a celebrity Everyone just fucking tells you, yes, they're on a payroll. They want to advance. They want to be a part of your entourage, whatever it is. That's poison to me. And I use this and anyone who knows me knows that I use this analogy a lot. That's like being like, Renee, you smoke crack. It's horrible. You need rehab. Your lips are ashy. And I saw you selling ass on 74th and selling ass street. And then lighting up my crack pipe. What the fuck? 
you're legit telling me this is wrong, but then you're lighting the crack pipe for me to smoke it. I don't need that. To me, love is honest, it's pure, and it's raw. And if you cannot handle that, even if you have to agree to disagree, but at least you're telling me what you believe the truth to be. At least you're telling me something I did or something going on, on in my life is making you feel this way and you need to you know, express that to me. Let's talk about it because then we can clean glasses at the end, drinking whatever, even if it's 2020, Matt, not really, not really. Great flavor. But, okay. Um, but to me, it's not a real friendship or relationship if you cannot handle hearing something you don't want to hear, or even if you disagree with it, but we should be close enough to where that won't change anything between us. But when it does, that's, that's a love language to me. But when it does, though, you know, was it genuine? Was it meant to be? What does that mean? Listen, I don't know about, I can't speak for every lady out here in these damn streets, mm-hmm. but all I know is I have never ever, ever in my life, not even with my hubby, had dick that good that would make me want to abandon a friendship. Mm. That's just me. I I, I can't speak for everybody. Some be delicious. But some men so First of all, I don't know. <laughs> hold up. Okay. Let's just hold up. I don't know that you should be, like, you've been married since 1902. Even, even still, you definitely though. prior to Mayor didn't have no dick that great. I'm being silly, but, but no, no, I get but, what no, you're just saying. saying. No, because I don't understand that. And then mm-hmm. us women are quick to do that. And we're quick to just discard these other women. Like, things genuinely that we've done together, that we share, that we've opened up with, to Nadi's point earlier, we've cried together. You know, I done broke out a few windows with your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. And then mm-hmm. just over one disagreement or what you perceive to be a disagreement because somebody might be in your ear saying you don't need that, mm-hmm. then it's over. Oh. How did we get to this point? And that's the worst part. When someone has been in your ear but has not been on that journey. You see what I'm saying? And then also, if you devalue what I'm telling you out of love, now, if I'm literally saying, no, the sky isn't blue, it's fucking yellow, and just trying to convince you of some nonsense, I get being like, what the actual, you know what I mean? But I'm telling you something, and I've never given you a reason to distrust me, and regardless, we have all this history from where we rolled together, fucked up together. We done been stupid together. You don't see me be stupid and make mistakes. I don't see you be stupid and make, but yet we're still here for each other. And you gonna choose this mother that, and not that, by the way, let me be very clear because I know reckless isn't saying this and neither am I, that you should ever be put in a position to choose. No. What we're talking about really is simple loyalty. That, yeah, because if, if, if you're going to be with a piece of shit, knock yourself the fuck out because then it is on me too. If I abandon you because you choose a piece of shit, it's just as wrong. What I can do is be just on standby and like, girl, uh-uh. Oh, he cheated again? 
Because he cheated last week at 5 o'clock. Oh, it's someone else this week at no, 5 o'clock. Like, We're no, not talking about no. this. But you want to go to brunch? That type of realness. Yeah. But I'm still going to ride for you. I'm still going to be your girl. I'm just not going to agree with your relationship. You, and you need to fucking be okay with that. You can tell me two times about the same shit that is going on. And it's a wrap. I don't want to hear it three, four, five, and ten. I don't want to hear it after that. You have two times to vent, and after that, we're moving on. Because you're not going to change the situation. I'm not going to waste my breath to tell you you need to change the situation. So why are we going down this road again? I don't want to hear it. I don't have time to hear it, nor do I care to hear it. And those are just my thoughts. We can kick it. I think Nadi had said we could do brunch or something to that effect and we can do other things. But this right here, I'm not doing. Exactly. Because you don't fire someone that you love. You can be upset with each other. You can need space from each other. You can be like, I'm so irritated. I'm just not going to fuck with you right now. But at the end of the day, the people that you love, you just don't throw them away. Like I have people I love now, adore them, would probably jump in front of a bullet for them. But it doesn't mean that our dynamics haven't changed. I will keep them in a certain place, but I love you. So I can't just throw you away. And so you being a loyal friend, even with your reckless side eye, like you said, and you agree, we can go do brunch. We can do all that. What we're not going to do is talk about that nonsense. And that's what I would do. If you're going to call me, it's like someone calling like, girl, I done caught him. First it was Candace, Candy. Now Candy came lame. I'm just going to stay silent. They're going to be like, hello, hello. Like, yeah, girl, did you know what's going to rain on Thursday? I'm not even going to acknowledge what you just said. This subject is dead. I'm not talking about this again with you. So I see exactly what you're saying. So, yeah. So I think there's a lot to unpack just in that alone Mm -hmm. about us giving grace to our lady friends versus these sorry ass men that we be messing with. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. But even now, let's transition into the conflict is here now. So we're here. We're having the conflict. I refuse to refill this Mai Tai because it might get too Oh, my. What are the tips that we can use that we can think about in the back of our minds so that we can resolve this peacefully and maybe not lose this friendship if that's what we want to do? I will tell anybody right now, Naughty Squad, hear me when when I say this. Anybody who knows me, I am a reactor first. And a thinker later. So what I'm going to do at that moment is what I'm going to do. Now, when I sit back and said, damn, did I really just do that? I probably could have handled that differently, but I didn't. So let me go back. So this is the grace I'm asking. Let me go back. I'm going to apologize for how I did it or maybe how I said it. But what I'm not going to apologize for what the meaning of that was, because that's what I meant. 
I think a long time ago before my hubby and I got married those hundred years ago, we went through premarital counseling and we were just having a conversation with the counselor. And one of the things, one of the things he asked me, and I had never thought about this before, but one of the things he asked me was, do I ever think about what I say before I say it? <laughs> no. And that caught me off guard because I was like, damn, what the hell? I have, have I even just went off the handle at the damn counseling session? I'm sorry, how did that what? catch your ass what? off guard? Good night. What is this man? What is this man hearing? But it did get me to thinking, like, no. And that's what I told him. I was like, no, do you think I should? And he's like, <laughs> Don't I wish you guys could see my face because knowing her and loving her for every fucking thing that she is, I have to say, like, because oh even today, sometimes maybe someone wants to ask, did you think before you just, nah, no, you probably did not. Epic fail. Yeah, and it's like, oh, shit, do you think I should? And he's like, well, you know, that might be a good thing to maybe try and work on. Well, Shut as you my can say. Bruiser, I love you. I'm glad you said that years ago. No, the, the marriage counselor said Oh, the marriage counselor. The oh. That's why I started laughing. Because I, I was like, what the hell? What did I say in these counseling sessions? What does it mean? But the marital counselor said that. And it made me think. And I was like, no, damn, maybe I he was maybe you should. And I tried. I did naughty squad. I tried for a little bit, but again, I I'm a work in progress. And I'll stay a work in progress. I Until tried for a little 99 bit. 99 times <laughs> 10, because it's not. <laughs> but aren't we all? I, I tried. But I am, I'm so quick to just blurt it out. And then I'll be like, damn, here we are. And now and you're over here like, oh, shit, I just really just said that. And that wasn't my intent. What I wanted to say, I said, but I didn't want to say it like that. So what are steps we can take to solve this conflict so that we're not having these reckless bursts that reckless has and that we are being respectful of the other person's feelings mm. and their opinions. And it does matter because you are my friends. Just pause. You know what I mean? Take a pause. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's the result. Sometimes when you, so when you just said, let me just respond to that. Like you, you say what you say or whatever, but you, you're a reactor. Now, it, like, I understand why my cousin and I connect like a thousand percent, but still lay new layers come to light. And I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking reactor. And just like tonight, my cousin had to come and she just like sideswiped. Okay, read me about some stuff on how I react and what I responded to. To me, I was thinking, oh, we just have an hour raw like conversation or whatever. But she let me fucking know. And I'm a reactor. I automatically will maybe assume what you're talking about or what you're saying. And that is one thing I've been trying to work on for many years because I react. I'm an, and I'm an emotional reactor. I'm very, 
like passionate or I can be very emotional or overly emotional. I just react. There's not even a countdown. So I love that you just said you are a reactor because you are. I am. I And, and, and it I may be it. a different level of that. Like I can be different levels of reacting, whether where it's very emotional or this and that. Yo ass with this blank stare that you're doing even right now. <laughs> okay. Just reacts. I don't know that there's different levels of that. It's just the level of reckless <laughs> with a period and it's consistent where my levels of reaction, there are levels to that. So I just love that you said that because it actually makes me feel better even though pre-podcast, uh, you had to let me know some things. And, 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 but but, but how did I take it, by again, the way, for a lesson? But no, again, seriously, no, how do you this, feel this, I took and th- it? This is what I'm saying. So I think before pre-podcast, when, you know, mm-hmm. we got down, before we sat down, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, let me, you know, let's just chat for a minute. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think, rule number one, mm-hmm. You have to listen and hear at the same and hear time. at the same time. Yes. Not interpret, not interrupt, yeah. not think about what you're gonna say to what sh- that person is saying, mm-hmm. but actually hear and listen to that mm-hmm. person because mm-hmm. that's important. Mm-hmm. So I think that's rule number one. So you sat there and you heard what I said, mm-hmm. and then you came back, which I like too, because at that point you came back. And you said automatically, I just assumed it was this situation that happened before. I admitted it. And it was. I didn't go into defense. Like, well, no, no. because you did it and try to justify what I did. No, no. I'm not going to justify. I'm just, I reacted because I did assume. assume. I didn't put it on you. Right. And your fingers were still pointed at me. I assumed. And you said that was, you know, I was wrong for just making that assumption Mm -hmm. without understanding it was a broader picture you were talking about because it just went back to that one incident Mm -hmm. versus me just talking in general. Right. And I think that was just something that you were like, oh, well, now I understand. So when we're having these conversations, you're talking in general and you're not talking about that specific incident that happens but I absolutely I think too that comes from love I love love is one thing but two then there's because you can love people that you have zero respect for right but I love and respect you and I I care okay if I did a b c and d and it made you think some kind of that matters to me that's a thousand percent important but again I think our connection is just many, many things, and it's just not one, but I think that's one of them. That one, you are who you are. You just don't serve it up on a plate. You want a napkin? I might be nice and give you one, but this is what it is, Renee. You know what I mean? And I'm a person, I'm receptive of that, but I am also a person that can serve a plate. And maybe give you a napkin. Right, right. Right. But it balances out because I think you respect honesty and you respect someone who is 100% genuine and who they and, are. And I think you should be able to, if you are not comfortable having these conversations, mm-hmm. 
or, you know, sitting down trying to work out this conflict, then that's an issue within itself. Because if you guys are family, you guys are girls, you you know, this is your I will be on my dayline stalker on your lawns. Is that I will no, 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 be like, Listen, I'm not fucking with you, Naughty. I'm like, Naughty, oh, oh, and I would be camping on her cute ass back. You no, are, I'm going to be like, what's no, up? No, that's still me. I'm I like, need a shower because I'm super clean. I'm breaking in this who? bitch, so you better let me in. Who? Who? I be, who is her? And I would who? accept it, and she already knows that. I'm who? like, I don't know what the f you talking about. It's me, Naughty Nay. But like, I just wouldn't. But no, and that's what I'm saying. But then again. But see, again, like I just said, though, I'm a reactor. Mm -hmm. So if you come with me with some damn BS or you come off a certain way, then I'm going to give you that back. Passionate. But what you don't understand is since I'm a reactor, I'm taking it to the gutter. Oh, so that's your petty shit, yeah. That's my petty shit. You've always so, been honest about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm petty. Shit. So if you come with me, but if you come with me wrong, and you come with me on some on a BS level, then I'm ten times worse um, than what I would have. Uh, by the way, this is been. coming from someone. You have such a big heart, though. Listen, like, what's crazy, and I don't want to just put this out there, but I'll kind of put this out there. Maybe her ass is going to probably say something once we push in. But as much as she's saying this, which is very true, because I don't want to take anything away from that. But also, like, I think about you and there's just all this marshmallow inside. Like, you are a giver. You are, oh, I just, I love that about you. Like, that's a beautiful thing. Like, you are a giver. You'll see someone in need or whatever it is. Um, you will take care of family. Even if you don't necessarily agree with the nonsense around them or whatever's going on, it's like, this needs to be done. I'm going to fucking take care of it. Whether that's financially, whether that's your time, you do that on your own, and that's such a beautiful thing. So, but I, just I don't protect people that don't no. know us to get the wrong picture. Like you're just, or even me, right. that we're just these reactors. And once we blah blah blah, but when we are done, I'm done. But done. I, but it's so there's not a whole lot of people that get that from me understand they're not trying I'm, to see I'm very I'm very guarded of who I am and I'm oh, very yeah. guarded yeah. of who I share that with absolutely yeah. so my friends my dear friends Naughty Nate of course you know me you know me to a team. friend and cousin by you the know way. what I'm about but these other hoes out here in these streets shit but what's crazy is some of these hoes out here in these um i don't know quest card or food stamp streets i don't how care don't you know who she is no but what you your personality right both of us like exude an energy there's no way that you're in the room and no one fucking knows that yo ass is in the room but let alone people who's been around and know you 
Don't play dumb. No, and then another thing, Don't too. play dumb. So, and I think there's a second thing, too. Like, the first one was, you know, sit back and listen and hear and really understand where they're coming. Listening. I think the second part to that, too, so I would say the second step would be understanding the raw them. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes... Patience. Patience. Yeah. I, I agree. Patience. We'll yeah. call the second one. Be you have to have patience. Me, yeah. Because understand, if you really know me, you know I'm wrong. You know I'm reckless. So you know it may not come out right. But you know that is not my intent. But you also know, yeah, it's coming from a place of love. Right. Because if you didn't know me and accept me from everything I am, again, pre-podcast, I'm sorry, but this is kind of drawing that in a little bit. You could have been like, oh, no, I got to cuss uh, Naughty all the way out. And I don't know if I can deal with this. You know what I mean? Versus, listen, you blah, 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 blah. And we have a conversation. But that's because I know that you you literally know me. Right. You know, and not I all think, family members take the time to fucking really know someone's No, but just spirit. because people but you are, do and I we connect. connect. And just because people are family don't mean they know you. That just means they're family. That's another topic for another day. But mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. and where it comes in with you, like you said, you're very passionate. Mm-hmm. So if you feel also I'm under some stress and I think that might play into some forgiveness. Well, that may be a little bit. I'm a little, yeah, a little bit. But I would also say too, but if you believe that something is coming on the attack, Mm -hmm. you're going to be passionate about it and Mm -hmm. you're going to stand your ground. And that's what you you are. So you're very passionate about that. So then I have to sit back and say, okay, I know she's passionate, but then you're not hearing me. So, okay, we're just going to drop it for now. For now. For now. And that's another thing. If you don't feel you're at the proper spot at that time to discuss it, we're going to leave it alone. Yeah. Take a couple of days, let everything chill down, and then come back over. Have a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And let's sit down and have a conversation. What we're not going to do is talk over fucking text, though. That's some bullshit to me. you guys, please stop the text. One text can be read in 3,000 ways. So when you text, you assume a tone. And most of the time, you're way fucking up. You see someone directly. That means either it better be a voice-to-voice or a in-person don't don't see me di- try to see me directly through text. That does not work, and it never ends well. well and, and it causes more, more explanation and a, no, a longer conversation. And more resentment. Just don't. It's everything, and that's another. And I know we're in the generation of text. Everybody's texting everything, and it's sad. But certain conversations, rule number three, need to be voice or in person, mm-hmm. not text. Not because text. how I mean. She, I, honestly, I'll sit over there and tell you. Nadi sent me a text about three weeks ago, and I read that all the way the wrong way. And then I responded. <laughs> what text was that? And then I responded back, and I was like, "What? What the? Heck? Well, what? Where is this coming from?" All I said was X Y Z. 
And then she was like, oh, no, I didn't I didn't mean it like that. What I was saying was ABC, mm-hmm. but I took it all the way See, to the left. You can assume a tone when it comes to text. You can assume a tone if it's an email, anything written. Look. You can assume a tone and then it just causes extra. Because where I might just be like, just like if I send a text. Girl, I'm busy. You know, work is fucking crazy with a thousand exclamation points. You could read that as like, she's like, girl, I'm busy. Shit, work is fucking crazy. Uh, you not. <laughs> or you're going to read it like, girl, I am fucking busy. You know what I mean? But one thing. That's why you should not text when a conversation is to be had. And and that was even just general text. We were texting and back and forth. General but text, one of the yeah. things I will say, when I texted her back that next thing, she called me and she's like, I, that's not what I meant. You know, this right. is, I was saying blah, blah, blah. I already know about text. That makes, yeah. I said, okay, now I'm good. That makes mm-hmm. sense now. Because I was like, I didn't know where that was coming from. So I totally took that to mean something it didn't mean. Which also nothing was wrong with that. No. That's just how you interpreted that, that response. And you can't tell someone's wrong for how they interpret it. I think where things go wrong is if we don't have the conversation, conversation. about it. So like, I just like literally we talked about prior to podcast. Like if you don't tell me about something that made you feel some kind of way or my own behavior or whatever it is, you are robbing me of the opportunity to apologize, fix it, or stand ten toes down. Or do better. Yeah, yeah that's what or the fuck I meant. Or do, do better. better. Like, I cannot grow if, because it might be a situation where I need to reflect, like, eh, you know what? Next time, I won't do that. Because I know when I do that, it makes this person feel like this. Exactly. No matter, they don't know what's going on in my head. They don't know my intentions or that I'm just unaware and just being ignorant in the moment. But the thing is, when you, you have to tell, you have to communicate. And that's in anything. If you don't, you are robbing me of the opportunity. You felt this way to tell you, to relieve you even of your own feelings. Because when I say, oh, no, that's not what I meant at all, that also relieves you. Because then you're like, oh, Naughty didn't mean this. She meant this. And you're not sitting there like, oh, hell to the mother effing, you know, where you're irritated, especially by someone who matters. And then not only that. And I'm sure you've been around it too, where you're in a group and you're in a group of friends and we are sitting down and, you know, we're at happy hour or whatever. And then two of the people are having some conflict that they haven't resolved. So they're making everybody around them, except reckless yo, because I give two flying fucks. But you're making everybody. You get negative two fucks, but go That make everybody around them uncomfortable because you guys are in this weird space. And you're holding that resentment instead of sitting back having that conversation. So you would think, wouldn't you just want to say, look, let's have a conversation? It's There's freedom in that. Like I always say with forgiveness, one, forgiveness is for yourself. I'm not the only person on earth that has ever said that. It's for yourself for a reason. It brings you peace. 
So when something has occurred and you need to have a conversation and you don't have that necessary conversation, you're not going to have peace. You're either going to maintain an attitude about it or you're always going to still reflect on it and it's going to be something unresolved. And I don't, one, I don't believe in living a life like that. Not even with, I don't want regrets. When I'm 90, if I wanted to try heroin, I want to be able to say I fucking tried heroin. Now, I never have wanted that. Let me be very clear. But my point is, I don't want to live a life of regrets about the things I didn't do. That would definitely include communication. That, yeah. And I that's think that's an unnecessary burden. It is. And I think that's a big piece of it. And in, you can sit here and hold this resentment and be over, oh, this bitch, oh, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other, and that other, and all you have to do is have a conversation, yeah. and you could have just had, and had it all solved and kept it moving, but then that's how the relationship starts to dissolve. Yeah. Because now you're resentful towards her, she's resentful towards you over some, and neither one of you even know why. Right. And you're to me, that's dumb as hell because you might be missing out still on a forever person in your life. Um, That's prideful. That's ignorance. That's unnecessary. Every time you think about that person, you are going to get those butterflies like, oh, no, that be you're feeling all these unnecessary. I can't. Our time is our most precious asset. Therefore, you can't give me a second back. I can't give me a second back. Please let me not waste it on some nonsense of resenting another person that I didn't have. Because even in that conversation, if you just come to a place where you agree to disagree, guess what? There's peace. You know, Nadia, there's peace. There, there is peace. And again, because Nadia even come to me and, you know, she will say, you know, X, Y, Z. And I'd be like, I ain't fucking with that bitch. And I'm not. When it's dead, it's dead. But, but I don't judge her for that. But, I understand. But understand, though, if it was something that was worth savaging and something that mm-hmm. should have been savage, then that conversation should have had a long time ago. Yeah. And it never happened. Mm-hmm. So, no, at this point, I'm good. I will never, ever, ever not. I will. I said this before, and I'll say it again. I will never give up that much of myself to make something right with you. If you're not meeting me halfway, or if you're not coming to me, I'm not giving all of this I to love you. that. You know and what? that's what you have to accept as well. She just spoke to my spirit. I actually love how you put that. Yeah. And last but not that. least, whether your friendship is five minutes, five years, a hundred years, the most important thing is understand that we, nobody's perfect. We all have days where we just blow up. We're perfectly and perfect and shit happens and it wasn't meant to be, mm-hmm. but you can't take that personally. And I think that's the last lesson to learn on this. Don't take something personally automatic, mm-hmm. automatically. It may have been, she was having a bad day. 
or you know everything is going wrong Especially today. If you know me. Yeah. yeah, and then you call her and you say something, and that's the least of her concerns at that time. Is why are you calling me with this shit? I don't care, you know. But that's not her. But it's just that moment, mm-hmm. and you have to understand we all have our moments, mm-hmm. and grace has to be given for that moment, and then you're able to move on as well. You can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. But it's still, grace has to be given because no one's going to be 100% perfect 100% of the time. Listen, I guess the moral to that is extend the grace that you want for yourself because we are all perfectly imperfect. There is no such thing as perfect. And if people think they're perfect, true perfection is imperfection because we're all imperfect. And get off your high horse. And act like you got some damn sense. And moving forth mm-hmm. on to our next. We all know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Say what? Say what? Mm-hmm. It's that naughty moment. Yes, it is. Okay. Y'all, we ain't ready. We ain't ready, y'all. Naughty squad. Get your drinks ready. We ain't ready. You know what? This one's more. So the naughty moment is full of a lot of things, right? Don't assume just because of the word naughty, it's going to be something sexual or something crazy. And get the Um, name right, too, people. Yeah, please get the name right. Um, So I received a question about should you get a prenuptial agreement? I'm going to love your insight on this after I'm done. And this might take a few more sentences, so please forgive me. Reckless. Um, but should you get a prenuptial agreement before marriage? And the person said to, they feel the two good reasons to get a prenuptial agreement before marriage is one being that you do not know, um, the future. Okay. Um, secondly, taking the necessary steps to secure one of those investments. Um, They said also that they felt it's a business agreement. Uh, It has to be more than just love that leads you into it. So I will say this. The business part of marriage is the certificate, right? Because truly, let's be honest. We know back in, I don't know, I usually say 1902, but I'm going to take it back to, I don't know, 1002. There was not a government with certificates and taxes was involved in all of that, right? The marriage was just a commitment between, I don't know, two people or maybe, I don't know, 10 people, whatever the hell was going on. It is a commitment. So because there is the government contract part of it, my opinion is, by the way, let me just say this too, really quick. People, when you hear prenuptial agreement, you automatically think that's something between rich people. You know, someone marrying someone rich, they have less or whatever. A prenuptial agreement can be had between two people that works at the gas station or McDonald's. Hell yeah. Or most of us average Americans. Because you're not that, you're not taking my mad dog, but go on. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. I'm gonna need my stuff to sit so, right here. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to, it doesn't mean that it's between two wealthy people. In my view, yes. I've been married once, I'm divorced now. 
Um, I look at a prenuptial agreement. It's not some type of bad luck, right? We, I understand when we get married, you're starry-eyed. You're like, this is my forever. I freaking know it. How many people said that? And they ended up in divorce and then all this drama. You know, one person is vindictive and they purposely draw it out. They want the dryer that they have no Fs to give about, but they want to fight you for it. You know, they want to be petty and ridiculous because they're hurt that the situation failed. I believe now in prenuptial agreement, even in my next marriage. And I do love the idea of being, you know, living this life through with that person that's your person. I believe that is real. I believe it is possible. I would have that. Um, luckily I was a person like my ex-husband was like, well, I want this, this, and I wasn't fighting over stuff. Right, 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 right. Knock yourself out. But I understand that there's people to this like, hold up. No, especially depending on what ended the marriage. You know, some things can happen where you feel like, oh no, you need to leave here with them socks you got on, them old ass Nikes, those kind of clean draws (laughs) and keep it fucking moving. Right. But I just, I wasn't going to fight over material. You know what? Life is too short. It's too short. To fight over material things. And at the end of the day, when we die, none of this shit goes with us, nor does it fucking matter. Knock yourself out. However, moving forward for the person who wrote me this, I am so glad you asked me this. In my opinion, yes, in my next marriage, I will do a prenup. To me, it just says, we we honestly, yes, we plan to love each other until the day we take our last breath. We don't plan to go to divorce court. This doesn't bring us bad luck, but maybe it'll make divorce just a lot stressful should we arrive there. We're not sitting, I'm not, and you might do some shit where it might make me, who's a non-vindictive person, vindictive. Like, oh, I walked in and you was just, you know, six inches deep into a whole hoe in our bed. Yeah, now that might make me feel some kind of way where I'm like, I don't care. We both paid for this property or we both did it. Now I'm on some vindictive stuff. No, no, no. No. Let's uh-uh. just spell everything out in the beginning. I think it's a safety net because people, even if you realize, Nothing really major happened, right? There's people who turn over and they're like, oh my God, I was vulnerable when I married you. You are not my person. I'm not in love with you. You know, and it's fucked up. I don't want to hurt you, but I want to leave. Guarantee you that person you do that to. They're going to be on some vindictive stuff. They're going to draw out the divorce. They're going to try to take you for everything and all of this damn headache. To me, in my opinion, and I want to be clear, this is my opinion, because people like to get on the Internet and act like you said something that's just fact. I would find more peace in that we spelled everything out, even if we did a if you cheat on me clause. You can put everything you want in a prenup. So you can say, if you cheat on me or I cheat on you, you know what? No, I don't get anything from the house. I don't blah, blah, blah. It can be whatever you want. I just feel like it'll make divorce easier 
I think there's a couple of things here. Mm-hmm. Number one, when you're getting married in your 20s and mm-hmm. things, neither one of you really have anything to fight over mm-hmm. unless you just got it like that and you just went out here there, yeah. and built everything yeah. and said, all right, this mm-hmm. is where I'm at and now I'm adding you. Mm-hmm. So I think I think there's a couple of things here. If you're starting out and you're young and you're building together, there's really nothing to prenup because mm-hmm. everything you're doing, you're building together. Now, as you get older... And, um, and you have experienced life and you've gained things out of life and Mm -hmm. things that's happened and taken you to another level and you've gotten your own stuff, Mm -hmm. then no, I'm not going to let you come in here and be married to me five minutes and then take what I worked hard to have before you. 1000%. So I think like, I always say this and, um, my hubby says this as well. I would never get married again. I think, um, marriage is hard. Mm-hmm. Two adults in one household complicates things. It really does. But you figure out and you make it work. But I would never get married again. Mm-hmm. But for those who are, or even if I looked at getting married again, I would definitely have a prenup. Because number one, you're not coming in and taking my retirement. You're not coming in and taking everything I've worked hard to have before I have you. Mind you, everything we make together, Mm -hmm. why we're married, Mm -hmm. we can divide that evenly. I have no problem with that. Especially if you have business together, right? That makes it a little bit more But we're not. And to your point, and having clauses in there, Mm -hmm. if you cheat on me, then you get nothing or blah, blah, blah. But. I mean, look, what, Tiger Woods' ex-wife walked away with uh, over $100 million for him cheating? So that cheating clause, you know, it's a lot that carries on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are cheating out here and you get caught cheating, first of all, if you get caught cheating in recklessness bed, we won't even need a prenup because I'm going to be a whole Dateline exclusive. And you're going to be like, oh, shit, that was that chick on the damn podcast. 2020, we're going to be doing the podcast every 15 minutes from the jail phone. Listen, y'all. But no, but what I'm really saying is I think you have to take into consideration mm-hmm. love is love. Mm-hmm. And you can love someone to their core. Mm-hmm. But who's to say? Something won't happen tomorrow mm-hmm. and something changes and you don't protect yourself. Mm-hmm. I would definitely protect myself with a prenup if I ever chose to get married again, because I'm a selfish bitch and I'm not going to share with you everything I had before you. I with disagree. You. She's um, I am when it, when it comes, when it comes to certain things, but that's not being selfish, but I'm going to have mine. And, well, first of right. all, if you don't have your own retirement, you I ain't even fucking with you to begin with. So I think mm-hmm. there's something different there, too. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that we, as men and women, mm-hmm. need to protect ourselves, given any situation. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully you'll never need it. And you'll live happily ever after. That's not wishing bad luck on your marriage. It's okay to live in the clouds of love or whatever. But the fact is we are constantly growing and changing. And by the way, this is not a marriage episode, but I'm responding to the the letter, right? Um, I believe... Like we constantly grow and we change and we evolve. And when you're in a marriage, 
I think the biggest challenge is doing that together as one. Well, to your point, if you're evolving no. and if you're changing and the other person's back when y'all hooked up at 1990, there's going to be a problem. Well, I think that's the thing. And this isn't a marriage episode. But one thing I always tell my hubby, like we are constantly growing and evolving and changing. But, but, are doing but what together. we need to do is always remember to bring that back to what drove, what get, brought us together and make sure we're growing oh, yeah. back no, at the that's same the time. Foundation. Because yeah. if that breaks, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. If that breaks, it is a wrap. I think that is a constant, by the way. That's 24 hours, seven days a week, 365. The foundation of you and that person has got to be solid. But however, how many, but hold on. Go mm-hmm. on, no, go on. No, I was just going to say, as we grow, we have to grow together. You do have to grow together. You have to remain in sync. And then at least if you're a little bit out of sync, that your foundation is so strong, right? That you're able to be like, hold up. There's an imbalance here. There's a little crack. What's going on? I love you enough. You love me enough. Let's figure this shit out and fix it. So we can continue to build. It's like building a tower. Oh, there's a brick missing or there's an iron rod missing. Let's fix it. But you have to need and want to do that. Exactly. But even going back to the prenup, though, how many people have we seen just reading the blogs, you know, online or whatever, mm-hmm. who didn't sign prenups and then they're coming in here trying to take don't everything. Even, don't even have life. You know, I, you know, I think that is the most thing that you have. One of the main things you have to look at when you're looking at setting up your your next relationship mm-hmm. or whatever that may be. You know, you still, at the end of the day, no one's going to love you or take care of you more than you love or take care of yourself. And you should always be in love with yourself. Exactly. And you should always, and in that tune, you should be willing to protect that. Because Mm -hmm. if someone comes in here and you've been married for five minutes, you get a divorce. And to your Mm -hmm. point, they're being petty. They want this. They want that. Because you want to leave. They still want want you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they want to take. They want. Or they want to hold you in court. You're fucking over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Mary J and her ex husband. Cannot, not can do, whatever the hell his name was. Cannot. That's what I call it. I have two examples as well. But 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 look at that. Like you know, you know, she was paying his parents' bills and stuff. They're getting the divorce. He's still expecting her to. No, why am I sitting? No, we're not doing these things. He wanted her Grammys. He wanted this. He wanted that. That's just petty ass shit that could have all been avoided had there been a prenup. That's had there I'm been saying. a prenup. And I will add to that. Like, we're not a celebrity blog. You guys have a million and one choices when it comes to that. However, we will talk about celebrity things at times. So I'm going to bring up two things. The first one is going to be, I think about Wendy Williams as we talked about mm-hmm. this. A person that gets a divorce, this fool done cheated, got a whole nother baby, living in a house. You know, every he's benefiting from something you guys did. Obviously, he was there for her. Um, they built together. I don't want to take anything away from him, except you were cheating. You had a whole nother baby. Then Wendy Williams has to pay him alimony. 
I'm sorry, but when I think about that, I think mentally, especially if I really love my husband and it was really painful or whatever, and then very public, I would probably want to go out on a top of a building and be like, then to write you a fucking check and I'm taking care of you, the bitch you cheated on me with, excuse my language or not, I have no Fs to give. I'm taking care of you, her, and a life y'all created together. Well, we built a life together and we created a life together. If I was Wendy, whether she acting or fucking not, I would crack all the way out. Right, right. I would be an alcoholic or be on the top of the building with a fireman beneath, like, just jump on here. Because I could, I know I couldn't handle that. I could not sleep at night knowing you fucked me over and I'm funding your life. Mm-hmm. This is why that shit is important. I agree. And I know she didn't imagine because he managed her and they start building shit. But at the end of the day, Wendy Williams was the personality. Right. The truth is there would have been nothing without the soul she is and not to say that I agree with everything she's ever done in the history. Cause I do not. There were mean, I'm not a mean girl. I'm not on that shit. There was mean girl shit. There was, but that's the business she was in. I respect her and all of that. But to have to cut a man a check every fucking month that benefits him, the bitch he cheated on you with and the life they created I would I would go crazy too. Yeah, I I, I would pretend that. crazy. I would, I would become addicted to because there. How do you find peace with that? You can't. So that's why I say a prenup is important. Let's just spell this shit out for as many scenarios as we can think of right now. Meaning clauses, right? And then the other person I think about, this isn't even marriage, but most recently Tiger Woods and a whole fucking girlfriend. Now this bitch, she wanted, she signed an NDA, but now she wants to re, be relieved of the NDA because she says, oh, he agreed to this and he agreed to that. And then I do want to do a tell-all book. You signed an NDA. Why is this conversation being had? First, and she wants wait. the house. Hold on. No, 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 no. I didn't even marry you. You have some fucking nerves. Bitch, bow all the way down. No, wait. I don't owe you nothing. Wait, wait though. Look, I look, Tiger did learn some shit from his first uh, misstep, though. I ain't never, listen, he told his people to tell her they were going on a trip and to pack a bag and, and I head to the airport. And then she, that she, there was no trip and the bitch came back and the locks are changing every damn thing. Mm-hmm. Now that's a boss move. I do and like that Tiger shit. was, let me be very clear, um, Tiger, that's great. You did great in your career. I am not a fan of his. But you don't have I to. I am. But, right, that but shit I'm is, just that talking about what's right up. is right and what's wrong is wrong. I'm not a fan of his. I don't respect him as a black man because basically he don't even consider himself black. No, man. he's multicultural. To me, when you, but when you're multicultural, to me, it's okay to own every part of but, you. But at the end of the day. But what I'm saying is this <clears throat> I'm not a fan. But right is right and wrong is wrong. And you, I didn't marry you. 
I didn't blah, blah, blah. And at the beginning, you signed a non-disclosure and now you trying to expose some shit and take me to court, bitch, because you salty it didn't work out. You guys, you know what? Listen. Listen, he should have stuck with the pancake hoe at Perkins. That's all I'm saying. She would have been happy. But I'm going to leave that alone. Maybe he needs to go ahead and try a queen, if you know what I mean. No, I'm going to leave that alone. Try a queen, a queen or an Asian. I'm not sure what um, Asian his parents were, whether it was Chinese, Japanese, because I'm not going to insult. Like in my family, I know it's Chinese. I know that it's black. I, I know that it's Creole. But. But what I'm saying is at least try that. Like what's in your blood? You keep being consistent with this nonsense and we keep seeing your ass in court all the time. Good fucking night. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, maybe you should have stuck with the pancake co at Perkins. I don't know. But to your point, exactly. So I do think at the end of the day, if I did, which I probably wouldn't ever get married again, a prenup would definitely be in order. It would be an honor. To me, it just brings peace. You know what, babe? Because we might just, we might love each other still, but just be like, it's just not working out. But we work as best friends and we can continue on as that. And when you go to the divorce table, you don't have all this tug of war because you got shit written out in advance. Think of it like writing your will. And this is where I want stuff to go. You have that in advance so that you can have peace. You write in who you want to receive your life insurance so you can have peace. If something happens to me, I know this is this, this is that. I want this person to get my left Nike shoe. I want this person to get the right one or this money or whatever. But to the person who wrote this in, yes, I think prenups, and that does not mean that you're rich, middle class, poor. That doesn't matter. I don't care if y'all are sharing a U-Haul cardboard box in an alley and you get married. A prenup applies to simplify your life. And that is not Ine's opinion. And on that note, I would totally agree with that. I agree with Nadine on this one. I think a prenup is in order. And definitely at the end of the day, to her point, we're not stressing or anything. If we do have to dissolve this, everything's already in writing. We already know there's clauses in here. So if this happened, we already know what's going to happen. Every It's a, it's a, transaction. I know a lot of people now are saying marriage is like a business transaction. I don't want to, I don't want to agree with that because marriage should really be about love, about really wanting to spend your entire life with this person, that connection. Correct. But I still think at the end of the day that you still need to protect all all within yourself as well. So protect your humanity, because guess what? We're humans. And as uh, Reckless and I both have said tonight on the podcast, we are perfectly imperfect. And, And so when I say that, I could be the culprit. I could be the one that met someone at work and done slipped the hell up I'm in a whole five-star hotel because I'm not doing Love nothing less than that. Happen. Not that that makes right, it better, it. by the way, because five stars have been, you know, exposed for some bad bugs. But the point is, 
I could be the one that slips Just up. bring your own sheets. This isn't pills. about even that. First of all, no. <laughs> I'm just you saying. You don't went too damn Just bring your mold. own sheets. That's insta mold and guaranteed <laughs> probably cockroaches and some other stuff. I don't know. But the point is we are all flawed human beings. So don't even look at it as oh, I'm protecting myself from this part. Protect you from you. We're perfectly imperfect. Really quick to end this. Shout out to Tiger Woods' first wife, though. I love her. Blonde hair and all. She handled his ass. When you take a baseball bat to the car. It was a like, golf club. Oh, a, a golf, golf club. club. I'm sorry. See, I doubt again. I'm not and like a fan. he ain't been the same since. He ain't been the same since because you know why he messed up with a good woman. Color of the skin don't even matter. She was a damn good wife. She was true. And now he done been sued and all kind of shit and exposed by some Las Vegas hoes and all kind of stuff. And then now a girlfriend who feels she's entitled to some shit. He didn't even marry her. You brought all this to yourself. So a lesson to men and women, by the way, who do the type of shit that he did. Karma does have a name and that name is bitch. The first person I ever heard say that was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it was Portia. Karma was is Portia. a bitch? She said, Karma has a name, and that name is bitch. Oh, okay. And she will come for you. Shout out to Portia from Real Housewives of Atlanta. You said that shit. I've never forgotten it, and I have repeated it several times. You wrote your check, Tyga. Well, there we go. Now, so we're going to finish off with this last topic. Mm -hmm. Are there deal breakers when it comes to what are the deal breakers when it comes to to friendships, to, you know, you're saying I'm absolutely done with this half of now. You know, what, what, what's a deal breaker? I have one. One. There it is. What is it? You fucked my man. Husband or boyfriend or someone I was just fucking because I liked the D and it was super good and lie or lying to me is second, but that one might be like forgivable down the road. But you effed my man. Oh no, dead. It's a wrap. Our, oh no, our friendship is dead. And you know me, right? Naughty Squad, you'll get to know me just like you'll get to know Reckless. So in time, you'll be able to be like, oh, no, they wouldn't, blah, 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 blah. You know, I am such a loyalist. You know that I have this compassion or I'm optimistic, right? Yes, you're very optimistic. Very optimistic and be overly optimistic. But if you creep yourself in the same bed I'm in... Dead. Okay. Well, well, that's one. Friendship dead. That doesn't mean murder, by the way, FBI and 911. I'm saying the friendship, we're dead. Don't even, there's no conversation. In fact, you don't want one. No. Because actually, I might have to be like, uh, I know you guys can't see I'm touching myself on 911. There's a 187 at 183 South 187th Street. 
My name is such and such. I don't need a trial. 25 to life without the possibility. I'm ready. Click. And there's going to be a whole fucking problem. A whole problem. Well, I would agree. We're not coming back. Yeah, no, there's never no coming back. We're not coming back from that. We're not. Uh, Yeah, there's never no coming back. You can't call yourself my friendly, Mm -hmm. especially I chose you. No, there's no coming back from there. You're supposed to be my rider. I turned my key thinking I'm about to go in here for Taco Tuesday and make tacos and my yummy, yummy guacamole. I go down the hall. You ass up face down or on your knees swallowing everything. But I think, see, I think though too, because I totally agree with that. There's no coming back from that. But I also believe too, that you can tell when that's in the making, if you take yourself on the outside and look into it and you actually see what's going on. And sometimes we choose not to see what's going on. And that's another thing too. I, uh, you know, it's always said is, you know, you should never always air your dirty laundry with with some with with some female I was friends guilty about the because they take husband, yeah. they take that dirty laundry and they use it to their advantage. Well, that's good. So laundry. that's something that you know you have to take into consideration. But that is absolutely a killer. But right still, there. it doesn't matter. But, they still shouldn't overstep that. Like, but they no, do but always you, say women. Don't share you got some good D or great, amazing sexual experiences with your friends. Now, me, because my personality and yours, no, we're very, no, 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 we're very open books. I'm not saying with what limits that is. And I'm not saying, oh, it's with sex specifically. Right. With me, like, I am a very open book and I have sexual conversations. Sex is not a taboo subject for me. So, I have had conversations with friends in detail about like the sex with me and my ex or sex with, you know, whatever, when I was in my twenties, but I'm looking at it, not like, oh, I'm sharing intimate details. Like we're talking about the subject of sex. There's advice. Um, I'm a sexual being. Sex just is not taboo to me. There, there's not a sex is like a whole next level thing yeah. to me. But the point is, so I, I like to give sexual advice. I like to share stories. So that's why I would. But I know the main advice is um, that you don't tell your girls how good your man's D is. Because, by the way, we're women. So let's keep it 100. This is, a, this is what separates us two from men when we on some scandalous shit. They're fucking dumb. You gonna do something? We gonna fucking know. We're gonna figure it out. You're just dumb. But women, if we don't want you to figure it out, whether that's a friend or your man or your woman or whatever the fuck is going on, you're not going to figure it out. You know damn well we're highly skilled. Now, Reckless, you have to admit that. I will say, yeah, I would agree with that. And Mm -hmm. I totally agree. So a friend can smile in another friend's face, be so supportive, like, girl. But still. He hasn't had sex with you since, what, 1902? When she knows she riding that thing like a rodeo every Monday while your ass at work. Exactly. And justify it. And still feel like she loves you. 
But you know what? I'm I'm getting a good D from your man. There are women who try to justify that. They do, and they try and do it all the damn time. So yeah, I do agree. So that's one. I was like, a deal breaker for me is when you have a problem with me and you go out and tell everybody and their mamas, their brothers, their cousins, and you never came to have that conversation with me. At that point, I'm done with you. Mm-hmm. Because if I meant that much to you, you would have had that conversation with me first. 1,000%. So if you need to go out here and spread this business to everybody and their mama, call them 9 News, 7 News, Channel 2 News, whatever news that's going to listen to your ass, and tell them everything before you even came to me, then that's not something I'm fucking with anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's, you're dead to me at that point. So that's a deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. I can't have you out here having conversations that you have not had with me mm-hmm. because it's very important. If you feel any type of way about me, that needs to be had with me before it's had with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And if you can't give me that courtesy, I can't fucking give you my friendship. So at that point, you're dead to me. Dead. Dead. I also think another deal breaker for me mm-hmm. is when, oh, uh, when you're fake and judgmental. Oh my gosh. A lot of people, you know, okay, you start I'm... these relationships, you guys are being friends, whatever, whatever. And then the next thing you know, you know, you're friends. When I, again, I can only be who I am. I'm, I'm who I am. But then you start, did you, why are you doing that? Why are you acting that way? Mm -hmm. Or why did you say that? Or you cuss too much or you're drinking too much. Bitch, did I fucking ask you what I was doing? First of all, do you know me? What the actual F? Like, do you know? Why have you even been around that you asking me this nonsense? So that's where the fake part comes in at. So that means all this time you've been around me, you've been sitting here being fake mm-hmm. and judging me, then saying being a jam genuine friend. Now, oh. if I was out here being reckless like my name, mm-hmm. then instead of you being judgy and fake, you should have came out here and said, oh. Yeah, now you are reckless like that, your name. That, You're just not reckless in that way. <laughs> that was a little mm-hmm. reckless, reckless. Maybe you should have toned that back. Or something like that. But for you to sit up there and judge and be fake about it, you're, I, I'm done. That's another one. That's a, that's an absolute, there's no disgusting. Dead. We're not going back. We're done with that. Dead. I'm over it. Dead. Dead. Those are the deal breakers. I think we all have them. However, the only ones I just disagree with, like if you love me and everything that is me, even if we have some type of um, issue, which you're going to have that in the relationship, even if I fuck up, even if I, it should not change your love for me or your need for me in your life or your desire for me to be a part of your life. Like, then you didn't love me, period. Like, you've been lying to yourself or you know you've been lying and you've definitely been lying to me because I need, to me, love, love, I interpretate love too. It's just loving me broken, shattered, flawed, 
perfectly imperfect. I can be a hot mess, extra or happy or the compassionate or all of that stuff to me is an equal playing field that you love all of me because that's what I'm going to love about you, that you love me and I can just be me unapologetically like be me and you accept that. And I think that there is power and beauty in that. I don't have to be whatever's supposed to be written on the wall. There's not a rule book, right? No, there's not. But because I don't like your dude, if we go back to the beginning, right? Because I don't like your man or because we have a fallout. You fire me because maybe I did fuck up and make a mistake. Not fucking yo man or woman. Okay, because again, I said that shit is dead and I'm none. But because we may have had a tense conversation or I may have said some shit I shouldn't have said or you said some shit you shouldn't have said. The point is that to me is not friendship ending if you really choose and love each other. Right. You can be mad. It doesn't mean you can't feel how you feel. You can be insulted. You can be fucking like on all the way fire. But if you are with me, you're with me. If you accept me, you accept me. That's it. But if you can't be that, I have no need or no room for your mind. I'm like that with even people that I don't have that relationship with. Understand though, even though you're dead to me, I will always be, it'll always be respectful when I see you. Oh, 1,000. I will always, how you doing, you know, what's going on, you know, what, oh, you did that, fantastic, I'm cheering you, congratulations. But that's because your feelings are genuine. But still understand, you're dead to me. Right. We're not going back, it's not going to be the same, I'm not going to extend that olive branch. You're not trying to be, but I'm just going to be, but I will always be cordial to you because that's just who I am. Right. But I think those are definitely deal breakers that I would look at that will be deal breakers for me. Naughty squad. You know, we all have our own deal breakers. It's not for us to say what's your deal breaker or what's not. That's up for you to decide. But at the end of the day, when they cross that deal breaker and it's a wrap, what is it? Share your thoughts with us. Let Again, us know. Naughty Squad, N N R Y at gmail.com. That's Naughty Squad, N N, Naughty Nay, R Y, Reckless Yo at gmail.com. Naughty Squad, N N R Y at gmail.com. We really share your story, share your opinion. You don't agree with us. Just whatever it is, or ask for advice, share your situation. You want a little guidance, whatever it is. We want, we need to hear from you, right? We understand there's multiple voices in this world. And I hate to just be like, oh, this person's just just that wrong. And da, 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 da. that's their world, their opinion, and their sight. I don't have to agree with it or fuck with it. Period. Agree. Period. But I, I love. I love that kind of closure to the issues we were addressing. Like, what is the deal breaker? 
And then how do you handle a deal breaker? And I think when you're a loyalist and when you really love someone, even if they wronged you to times 10 and you have integrity, like you're not going to go on no troll spree to destroy them. It's like, you know what? If I see you on fire, I actually will pour some water on you. I wouldn't necessarily say that. that you're dead to <laughs> I, me. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I might watch Red your ass burn. Word. I might watch your ass burn. She might you burn some extra seconds, <laughs> but she's going to pour water on you. You know, like, no one, because you're not going to have that much power over me that I'm just waiting and plotting against you or... I'm not plotting and waiting, but if some shit pop off, I'm going to be... Or wishing anything against you. Right. Mm -mm. I don't have time for that. With that said, you guys prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, and maybe physically, or pour you a shot, because you should not still be drinking a full drink at this point. Um, it's time for the reckless rap. Well, 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 is it that time? Oh my God, am I ready? Listen, so this goes, this kind of ties into everything that we have been talking about today, more or less. I had a situation that happened, um, Saturday, we were having a community event I was at my wits end and I, we, they were, they were taking pictures of all the volunteers that had helped put on the event. And this person jumped in the picture that hadn't did shit. So I kindly removed that person from the picture before we took the picture. So that kind of set off. Cause again, like I said, I'm a reactor So that kind of set off a whole domino effect. So where my reckless rant comes in now is the damn bullshit that goes behind that. Now, when the domino effect happened and a person was going around ranting and raving and talking to every damn body else, like I said, I'm right here. If you want to have a conversation with me, I'm right here. You have a right to feel how you feel, but understand I'm right here. Naughty squad. So what happened at that point is people who claim, claim, I'm going to use that word. If you could see me, I got quotation marks here. People who claim to be your friend disappears because someone didn't like the gesture you did. And then they scarce off and then they run off. And then everybody has been saying the same damn shit I've been saying. But since I actually did something and one person didn't like it, they go and run off and go over there with that damn person. But yet, you say you were my friend. So even if you thought I was wrong in that fucking moment, you can come over and say, oh, yo, I get where you're coming from. I understand that. Maybe you should have let that person be in the picture. Maybe this could have been handled at a different time. But you scatter like roaches when the lights come on. Bitch, I'm not impressed any damn more. Understand, now I'm watching you. Because once you show me who the fuck you are, Mm. you best believe I believe you. So now, at this moment, I'm good. So, in 
if you are truly my friend, even if I did something you didn't necessarily agree with and some other woman is running around shouting out, hollering out bullshit and whatnot, you still could have stayed there and not left me by myself. But since you choose to leave me by myself, you're absolutely right. But guess what? I see you now, and we good. We'll always be cordial, but I see your asses for who oh, you are. You. So that is my reckless moment for the day. If you're not, if my, if you're my fucking friend, even if you feel you made a, I made a mistake at that moment, you could have stayed back and said, "Bitch, you made a mistake," and I would respect that because you're my friend. But if you're gonna run off and go hide like roaches, I fucking don't need that either. Roaches so you do right. you. Because one thing I ain't going to have is a house full of roaches. And that is my reckless moment for the day. Reckless rant for the day. A reckless rant. Shit, look, I'm only here on the damn moment or something. Reckless rant for the day. That rant was real. (laughs) That rant. I don't even know what I could add. That energy. No, that's that, bullshit, though. Did you that's just a, have a release? I did have a release. Okay. I, 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 had, I had a release. I, I had to release that because that's just bullshit to You've me. been holding that for the cat. Yeah, you, 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 Naughty squad, she held it for y'all because she my reckless not rant. me about this. No, my reckless rant. I was like, no, I'm gonna. this is going to be my rant tonight. And it is a fucking rant because what I don't like it's fake bullshit. Amen. Amen. Anadi Squad, I love you. We love you. And that was the reckless rant. And this episode was a lot and it was long, but our <laughs> feedback is y'all have no Fs to give about how long they are and you love them because well, we we are not in a reckless show. So we probably don't even realize how long this was. But we will uh, see you or you will watch us next week. Um, we love you, Naughty Squad. Love you, Naughty Squad. Thank you so much. Take care. And yeah. again, however long you have just spent with us, mm-hmm. I hope it took whatever you were going through off your mind. You were able to have drinks, relax. Laugh with us and even understand everything that we were going through. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we gave you some good advice to help you through conflict resolution. And please, again, comments, questions, a story to share. Um, You will be uh, presented in the naughty moment. Please email us at naughtysquadnnry at gmail.com. Naughty Squad. NN, which is obviously for Naughty Nay, RY, which is for Reckless Yo, at gmail.com. We love you guys. Bye, Naughty Squad. Love you. Thanks for hanging with us. And as always, we appreciate our Naughty Squad. If you enjoyed your time with us, please subscribe, comment, like, share, and stream our podcast on all platforms. Be sure to click links below to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, so you don't miss the recklessness.